Introducing a celebration of growing stuff. And your host for this gargantuan gardening gala is Miss Danielle. Thanks, announcer guy. Welcome to the Grow Town Gardening Podcast, where we celebrate the love and labor of growing stuff together. Today, we're talking about a bounty of books. Picture books, guidebooks, fruity books, veggie books. You're sure to find all the gardening books you need at your local public library. The best part is they're free. Whoa, I love that. Thought you might. Thanks, A.G. Now, as you know, we install our Growtown pop-up seed libraries, known as seed stations, in public libraries each spring. We believe in giving kids everything they need to embark upon their first growing journeys, and we're not the only ones. Today, we're going on a field trip to the Detroit Public Library. Children's librarian Melissa Sine is going to introduce us to a few great gardening books you can find at your public library. Hi everyone, uh, my name is Melissa Sine and I am the children and teen librarian here at Detroit Public Library, Maine. And we are going to discuss a few books that we have in our collection about gardening. Um, the first book that I can recommend for kids is called Kids Can Do It, Grow It Again by Elizabeth McLeod. And it is a great book. Um, it introduces uh, gardening and it introduces the fact that there's a lot of things in your kitchen right now that kids can reuse and grow more things, such as peanut seeds, carrots, pineapple, turnips. These, if you save the seeds, you can regrow it and grow it again. Um, so this book gives you some great tips on how to do that, how to get started. Um, how to take things from your kitchen, put it in a bowl or cut it up, um, place it in your window. It's very, very simple. The illustrations are easy to follow. And this is something that I think is great for beginners and kids because it's really cool to take something um, such as a watermelon seed or um, a potato and, and put it in a pot and watch it grow and see what comes out of it. So it's a great book to start. Our next book is a play and learn book called Growing Things, and it's by DK Publishing. It is the cutest book for early beginners, I, I would say from ages three and up, and it's got a cute picture of a duck with, it looks like two planters that look like little potato heads. Um, and this book is going through step-by-step step in a very beginner basic level of how to grow things, like grow a runner bean, you put it in a jar, or a blooming garden, or watch a sunflower grow. This would be a great book for little ones just starting out and learning the art of growing things and learning how to appreciate um, how they grow. Thanks for chatting with me about these great books. We have more of these available um, for you to come in and check out. And we hope to see you here at the Detroit Public Library. You can come pick up some seeds, have some fun growing, and we can't wait to hear about it. See you next time. When I need something for my BLT And I need that something soon I'm gonna find the most perfect thing for me Sitting out across the room I'm gonna grab me an A for my BLT Make my lunch into a lap It's soft, it's smooth, it's something green I'm gonna roll out the welcome mat hey. I'm gonna give it a push, feel for the mush Cut it up and find some more up with lime and vegetables have a little bit of guacamole 
just what you mean to me My A-V-O-C My rape delicious avocado They say if you have a garden and a library, you have everything you need. Well, I'm excited to introduce someone who's added imagination into that perfect combination. It's Zora Neale Hurston Scholar and author of Zora's Garden, Ray Chesney. Hi, Ray. Hi, Miss Danielle. How are you today? Oh, I'm just so happy you're here today. I want to know, what was your inspiration to write Zora's Garden? Now, I have to tell you, since I was a little girl, I always loved to tell stories. And I always imagined that when I grew up, I would get to do that for little boys and girls around the world. And today, I do. But I also have a really important job. I am what is called a Zorno Hurston Scholar. So that means I read a lot and I learn a lot. And then I tell other people all about Zorno Hurston, who was a real person. And she was an author just like me. So I added two things that I love into Zora's Garden, which is storytelling and then Zora Neale Hurston herself. And you might be wondering, is Zora Neale Hurston a real person? She absolutely was. She was born in 1891. And just like me, she loved to tell stories and to garden. And so I wanted to honor all the ways she inspired me in Zora's garden. Well, what types of things did Zora Neale Hurston grow in her garden? So actually in Zora's garden, I actually talk about the things that Zora grew in her garden, both as a child and when she grew up. So when she was a child, she grew things like guavas and mangoes and tangerines and bananas. And then when she grew up, she loved to plant flowers. So things like brightly colored poppies, but magnolia flowers were her favorite. Is she still inspiring gardeners today? Zora is inspiring all types of people with all types of different things that they love to do. So she inspires writers around the world. And her books are read in high schools and colleges around the world. But she's also inspiring people like me, and hopefully you too, to start garden. That was her favorite thing to do when she needed a break from writing. And she loved having a house with land right around so she could plant all types of things and share them with her neighbors. So I'm hoping that when you hear Zora's Garden, you'll also be inspired to go to your Growtown library and grab some seeds and start your own garden. So she's inspired you to start a garden of your very own? She did back during the pandemic when we all had to stay in the house for a really long time. I needed something to do. And I'm actually a mom too. So me and my son, he's actually six now. But three years ago, we started our very first garden because I knew Zora loved it so much. And I thought if she loved it, maybe I would love it too. And just to ruin it for you, here's a spoiler alert. I love gardening, and it's almost garden season here in Michigan, so I'm about to start some seeds pretty soon here. Ray, where can we find your book and learn more about Zora? You can learn more about Zora, first off, through Zora's Garden. In the back of the book, there's actually facts about the real Zora. So you'll hear all about Zora, learn about her, and a fun story that I've added some of my own imagination into. So you can grab Zora's Garden at RayChesney.com 
or at juniorstoryteller.com. And when you grab it at juniorstoryteller.com, you actually get a pack of seeds to start your garden and you get an opportunity to become a storyteller yourself. Now, one of my favorite places in the world to go is to the library. And there are some libraries with Zora's Garden in it. So you can check with your local librarian to see if there's a copy of Zora's Garden waiting there for you to check out. Zora's Garden, a delightful harvest of page-turning fun. Thanks for dropping by, Ray. Thank you for having me and happy gardening, everybody. Before we go, do you still have that big echoey sound ready to go, announcer guy? Why, of course. Okay, I'm ready to end the show. <clears throat> Goodbye, everyone! <laughs> that was awesome. Growtown is a multimedia endeavor for children. Using gardening as our conduit, we seek to instill a sense of belonging, gratitude, and wonderment for the world outside our windows, and a simple love of growing stuff. Music, garden, community, Growtown. For free coloring pages, videos, music, and more, visit growtown.com. That's G R O T O W N.com. 